So recently, Colin Cowherd released a list of who he believes the top 10 NFL players are. And I don't know if he took who he believes the top like 30 players are and then just drew their names out of a hat to make this list. But this list is it's just ridiculous. I I, I couldn't believe that anyone who wants to be taken seriously as a sports analyst would release a list like this. So, of course, I, I had to react to it. So, on a recent episode of my podcast that I do with my friend Steven, we reacted to this list. And I think you'll see that we brought up some good points in critiquing this list. So, I'm going to go ahead and play the video right here. Also, before I forget, uh, my friend Evan makes a special appearance in this episode. And he breaks down this list as well. So... Hope you enjoy it. All right, guys, let's jump into a little bit of Colin Cowherd, guys. If you guys Ooh. are avid listeners of Colin Cowherd, or even if you aren't, we're going to be bringing you some of our thoughts on this top 10 list right here. I must say, I'm, I, I want to take lead on this one because this, this top 10 list was just, this is just outright offensive. Like, I lose brain cells looking at this list. I'm not an avid listener of Colin Cowherd's. And I saw this on uh, Crazy Fan Takes on Twitter, which this absolutely is that. This list shows that the world is unfair because Colin Cowherd makes millions of dollars to talk sports. And this is the trash he produces as a top 10 list. First of all, who honestly thinks that Patrick Mahomes isn't the best quarterback? Back in the NFL, Russell Wilson is good, but he is not better than Patrick Mahomes. And the first six are, are all right. The first six should be on the top 10 list. But once it gets to seven is when it takes a real, real sharp decline in terms of the good old intelligence. Mike Evans as the seventh best overall player in the league. First of all, he's not even the best wide receiver on his own team. Chris Godwin had... Four receiving yards per game, had a higher catch percentage. Do you guys know that Mike Evans only caught like 56% of the passes thrown to him? That's like lowest. Damn. That's like the lowest out of like the top 20 in terms of yards per game receiving. And you're thinking, oh, Mike Evans caught more touchdowns. That's where his value is. Nope. Chris Godwin caught more touchdowns than him too. So Chris Godwin just did everything better this past season than Mike Evans. And also... Let's look at it simplicity. Who was the all-pro wide receivers this year? Michael Thomas and DeAndre Hopkins. Why aren't they on this list? They're clearly better because they were on the all-pro team this year. So you could look at it as simple as that and debunk this list. And then, and then you go down, and I was like, oh, an Ohio State player made the list. Too bad it's the wrong one. Ezekiel Elliott? I love Zeke, but... My goodness, how do you not include Michael Thomas on this list? The man broke the receiving, the reception record, caught 80% of his passes, had 108 receiving yards per game with nine touchdowns. While Zeke, on the other hand, I mean, if you look at the stats, he has McCaffrey's being better. That's true. But Derrick Henry just led his team. Yes, Derrick Henry, a running back, led his team to the AFC Championship game. Without Derrick Henry, the Tennessee Titans don't make the playoffs. He's that valuable. So he's better regardless. 
Nick Chubb had more rushing yards per game. I'd say he had a better season than Ezekiel Elliott. Even Dalvin Cook, who had four less rushing yards, had more receptions and more receiving yards per game. So Dalvin Cook had a better season. You honestly look at it, and there's just so many running backs that are better than Ezekiel Elliott outside of just Christian McCaffrey. So that pick is just absolutely ridiculous. And, and I know I'm destroying this list, so I will contribute who I think should be in the top 10. Also, before that, Tom Brady being 10, yes, he's the GOAT, but come on. This past season, he was not a top five quarterback. He is going downhill slightly, Agreed. which is okay because he's 43 years old. He's allowed to age. He's not once what he once was. That's not an insult to his legacy. It's just, it's just the truth. People age. It's called you know, the natural order of things. So I look at this list and I'm thinking, how is Stefan Gilmore, the defensive player of the year, not on this list? He was a shutdown cornerback the entire year for the Patriots. He's, how do you not include defensive player of the year on this list? And then you look at linebacker Bobby Wagner. Bobby Wagner is a absolute monster. He is a beast. Tackling machine can le- leads the Seahawks defense. I know there's a lot of talk about Clowney, but my goodness, you will not find a better linebacker than Bobby Wagner. And he is he's like all pro every year at the linebacker position. Outside of Luke Keekley, who would have been on this list if he didn't retire. He's just an absolute monster. So those two should be on the list. And then you go down. Does, does he not think offensive lines are important in the NFL? I mean, the guard out of uh, Notre Dame, who's on the Colts, um, Quentin Nelson, he is a monster. He was a guard that got drafted six overall. You don't see guards get drafted that high, but he was drafted that high for good reason. The man is a monster, all pro. Like, you can't have a top 10 list and exclude such a dominant force at – such an integral part of the game. So he should be on that list. And I already said how Michael Thomas, who was in the running for MVP, is not on this list. While Mike Evans, a guy who's not even the best wide receiver on his team, is on the list. <laughs> so I, oh, it's just ridiculous. And, and I don't think – and lastly, because this isn't as egregious, I don't think Lamar Jackson should be on the list. He is a great quarterback, but all those players I listed, I think are slightly better at their positions than Lamar Jackson. He's a third best quarterback, but I think he's more so suited to be in the 15 or the 11 to 15 range than the top 10. So not a huge crime having him on the list. I just personally disagree with that. So, so yeah, this, oh my Lord, this list is ridiculous. At least he put Aaron Donald high. Aaron Donald could be the best just overall football player. He is a monster, but I put Patrick Mahomes at number one simply because what he did this past year, leading his team to a Super Bowl. So his top six should be in the top 10, a little out of order, but I can understand that. But seven through 10, my goodness, that is a travesty. So uh, just, just how? How do you get paid millions of dollars? And this is what you produce. And a lot of people are saying he's just doing this to drum up social media responses. And that very well could be the case. 
but you really can't rely on your football knowledge to get viewers. You have to rely on people hating you and calling you stupid. Like, <laughs> like that's be better. Like we as sports fans deserve better from key sports analysis. He gets a, he gets three hours every weekday to talk sports. And if this is the product he produces, that is sad. That's pathetic, and it's it's honestly an insult to football fans everywhere. Anyone who's an avid football fan will look at this list and laugh, especially the Mike Evans. The Mike Evans pick is the worst one on this list by far. Like You're preaching to the choir on. here, Ryan. And you know what? My first reaction to this list is the same as Carissa's first reaction. Where is Michael Thomas? Where the hell is Michael Thomas, MVP candidate from the Saints, Absolutely helped to revitalize Drew Brees' career. He's been a monster on the Saints. He's the best wide receiver in the NFL. The fact you could even put Mike Evans as the best wide receiver, let alone top seven on this list, is just absurd. I'm convinced that Colin Cowherd does not watch football beyond highlights he, or beyond like fantasy football. It's pretty egregious, this list. I feel like he got everything pretty wrong here. Tom Brady at number 10. I'm tr- I'm not trying to harp on and disrespect the guy, but he's not no longer a top 10 player in the league. I don't even think he is a top 10 quarterback in the league anymore. There is a real discussion for him to not be a top 10 quarterback. So I don't think he, he belongs at number 10 on this list. It's a little bit absurd for me. He completely whiffed on the skill positions here. You're really going to put George Kittle at number five and Ezekiel Elliott as the second best running back in the league. Come on, Colin, do better than that. Uh, Russell Wilson at number one, while controversial. I can at least see the argument for that. I mean, if nope. he did, hey, he did torch the Niners this season on two separate occasions. If you put him in the Chiefs in that Super Bowl situation, I don't believe he even needs to come back against the Niners with those weapons in Tyreek Hill, that offense that Andy Reid runs. Russell Wilson at number one. I can sort of see it. McCaffrey at number two, Donald at number three. Those are pretty much the only three picks that I can, you know, have a little bit of respect for. But yeah, Summers, what's your opinion on this list? I gave a lot of my opinions on this, so I'm interested to see what, what you have to say. Well, yeah, I agree with you. I think the, the only thing that should be on this list is the top four. Um, besides that, Mike Evans, there's no way he should be on the list. Julio Jones, I could see him being – I mean, he, he, there's how many wide receivers that are better than Mike Evans? Tyree Kill, Julio Jones, Michael Thomas. I, I don't agree with Jamal Adams. He's a great safety, but he's no Stephon Gilmore either. Tom Brady is a joke. I mean, the, yeah, he's not even the top 10 quarterbacks, like you said. George Kittle, not even the best tight end in the league. I mean, what is this list? It's, it's insane. George, I mean, Travis Kelsey is obviously better than George Kittle. It's not even close. And then, yeah, I agree with that. Uh, for the top, even the top four, I don't, I mean, I don't think Christian McCaffrey is that high. I'd say Christian McCaffrey is six range. Number one's Aaron Donald easily. And then I'd say probably Patrick Mahomes, number two, Russell Wilson. Yeah, I understand Russell Wilson being number one. That's, I mean, that's debatable because he, he is a, he is a freak on the field. He makes plays happen. But other than that, Lamar Jackson, you saw, he's never won a playoff game. I mean, this, this is just a crazy – I mean, he had to do it for attention. That's it. That's the only – that's the only thing I can think of because Lurie's – I don't know. He's on something. Is that, yeah. yeah. 
But yeah, like I know it's hard to come up with a top 10 list in the NFL in terms of just the top 10 overall players because different positions do such different things. And it's hard to equally weight each position's value and determine a top 10 list. It's not the same as NBA where the objective is to score, get rebounds and assists for every position. So I can understand the difficulty in it, but I can tear us apart so easily because Mike Evans, there's like three or four, I can list five receivers better than him off the back. I can list like three or four running backs better than Zeke off the back. I can list five quarterbacks better than Tom Brady off the back. Like if you're going to make a top 10 list, look to the all pro team and pick from there. Honestly. I mean, I mean, my goodness, just, 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 just look at the all pro teams. Zeke wasn't on any all pro team. Mike Evans didn't sniff an all pro team this year. Tom Brady wasn't an all pro team this year. Patrick Mahomes wasn't, but that was because of the injury, nothing else. So, so yeah, he got the, so he included a wide receiver, but got the wide receiver wrong. Like if you're going to include a wide receiver, make it the best wide receiver. Like it's that simple. Like he just messed up on so many different levels. It's honestly just, he's not even insulting. He's not picking the best players at their position. He's just picking yeah. a ra- random player. Yes. Th- thank you, Summers. That basically summarizes my points. Like, he's not even picking the best position. So, like, wide receiver, you want to include one? Include the guy that broke records and was in contention for Offensive Player of the Year or MVP in Michael Thomas. Don't include Mike Evans. Mike Evans catches less than 60% of the passes thrown to him and has a teammate in Chris Godwin who's arguably better. So... Oh, this, oh, this, this is just, this just shows life's unfair because he gets millions of dollars to do this. Well, you can give me millions of dollars and make a list that was solely intended to generate buzz and have people call him stupid. And I just looked it up. The reason he has Russell Wilson number one is because on the show he gave this list. He had Russell Wilson come in for an interview. So he just wanted to <laughs> hype him up. And wanted to get on his good side. So I love it. I love at least it. I know why he picked Russell Wilson number one. I think it's yeah. also funny how he only has one, two defensive players in the top ten. That's insane. It's so much harder to be a defensive player than an offensive player in this league, and you have you only have two. Especially with all the rule changes, too. I mean, you've seen Clay Matthews get absolutely hounded by all those roughing the passer or late hit penalties. Oh yeah, crazy. Yeah, no, li- no linebacker. He has no offensive linemen. These, these critical positions in the NFL has no representation in a top 10 list. And these guys I'm listing are like generational talents at the linebacker and offensive line position. So it's not like we're just saying, oh, there has to be an offensive lineman or there has to be a linebacker on this list. No, these guys are generational talents and deserve to be on any top 10 list. So just... Just my goodness, this is ridiculous. All right, I, before I do, I do have to say, well, that's to counter one of your points. I could see George Kittle being the better tight end and being on this list. So that's the only point I'll disagree with you guys about. But outside of that, I think we all have the same thought process in that just, just a joke of a list. Yeah, before we move on to some NBA talk, I just want to comment real quickly on the list. Shri was saying that it's not necessarily based on last year's production, but also based on where he sees these players in terms of talent and where they could be going in terms of the future. Maybe Brady could launch an MVP season this year. 
I don't quite see it. I think Tampa Bay is a little bit overhyped here, um, kind of in the same position as Cleveland, where you're just patching a lot of talent together, but it might not necessarily work, especially when you're, you know, competing with the Saints in the same division. I see that maybe you have that cop-out excuse, but even with that being said, he's still just listing random players out here and not the best players at each position. Even also, if – if he is doing that and projecting to next year, the Mike Evans pick makes even less sense because Mike Evans is a deep threat and Tom Brady isn't going to be throwing the ball deep nearly as often as Jameis did. So who's that going to benefit more? Gronk and Chris Godwin, not Mike Evans, a primary deep threat. Chris Godwin is the smaller, faster, shiftier wide receiver who will benefit more from a Tom Brady. So if you're projecting to next year, Chris Godwin's going to have an even better year, in my opinion, than he had this year. So if you're, it doesn't make sense if it was based on solely this past year, and it doesn't make sense if it's based on the future as well. It just doesn't make really sense agree. on any level.